Hi, I'm Maeve Doyle, the host of A Private View, and this is a series about great women of the art world. The advocates for the art world who make things happen, the people who run galleries, who build collections, who work in job placements. I was introduced to an artist that I may have missed, and I don't know how I missed her because she certainly has a presence. And this is a new generation of feminists and artists who have cut out the middleman, who have used social media, one of the most democratic forums for publicity and selling, and resisted asking permission from the gatekeepers of the art world to start a career. I'd like to say hello to Sophie T. Thank you for coming oh, today. Hello. You've been running your own business for how long? Last night, I stayed at work late, and one of the girls I work with, Daisy, yeah. worked with you on something called Gypsy... Shrine, yeah. Yes. So Amazing. it seems like you've employed a lot of great women, too. <laughs> but I'll go back to the first question. When did all of this start, this business brain and creative <laughs> side? Oh, it started four years ago. Um, I studied business at university and then came out, had a job lined up, a grad scheme as a consultant in the city. And then I traveled to India. Mind blowing. Yeah. One of those experiences found myself. And then, um, how long I, were you in India? For? I was in India for two months and I was running out of money actually, cause I was a student and I saw this hostile wall with lots of graffiti on it. So I asked the manager if I could paint in return for a free stay he said, yeah, and it had been the first time I'd painted since I've been at school. And honestly, I just, I just fell in love. Like, I just knew that that was what I had to do. Was painting in your childhood? Um, it was, but it was always drilled into me from, you know, my parents probably, that you could never make a living from it. Because um, your parents weren't artists. My dad tried to be, but then um, quit art school to become an accountant and had a thriving career as a CEO of a big charity so it was kind of um one of those things that I respected my dad and his his um opinion and decided to go down the business route well I think it's probably a good decision because yeah, I at this I at this moment in time most art schools are are implementing business programs because artists graduate with no idea of how to manage exactly. their accounts so unless they're independently wealthy they don't get it's, to be part of the fun yeah Exactly. And so uh, I did a show on the BBC yesterday and they knew about you because before Christmas you had a campaign with the BBC. Can you tell me about that? Uh, so what I did was I, so I've got a big team now and they work super hard. Like they stay at three o'clock in the mornings before shows with me. So I took them to Bali as kind of like a treat slash new start, new project in Bali. I decided, I've always been fascinated by the female form and it's actually what I'll be exhibiting at Maddox. Um, and I wanted to kind of, because before I was doing abstracts, so I wanted to start new. And so I was Googling naked women on the internet. And and then I just thought, all these like pornographic images, I just thought like, I have all these followers who are so connected and so engaged, why don't I just ask them to be a part of my process? So I asked them to send in naked pictures and woke up the next day in Bali and I had over a thousand nude images on my phone. It was absolutely amazing. But you know what the most, the sickest thing is about it was they all came, 
they all came with stories of why they felt that it was so important to share. Some of them were really, really quite emotional. One Oh woman, my God, I can feel this right now. <laughs> you're getting emotional as you're speaking. Yeah, because like it's people's, in what's it's people's lives and so this one woman um sent me a picture and she'd had a mastectomy a double mastectomy and she asked me if um she could be involved in the project in some way because she had her operation two months ago but she'd lost her mum to breast cancer two weeks ago um so you know stories like that but then I had very light-hearted stories I'd never sent my boyfriend a nude but I'd send you a nude um it was a complete mix um all ages all races um uh it was seriously I had people with self-harm scars and their stories stretch marks it was truly truly one of the most humbling experiences and yeah so then what I decided to do was paint them all and do a big show and invite some of the people that that sent in those images to come to the show and I organised a big naked catwalk and painted the women and it was it was seriously the best day of my entire life. And since then, those 25 volunteers that came on the day have now expanded to 800 volunteers that want to walk naked for me in my next show. And the show and the tickets for the show, it, like, it's cracked off. I don't know how the hell I've bloody done it, to be honest. Like, what, the ticket we sold 1,000 tickets in a day for the show. Forgive me for not knowing. When did this start? When did the, you send out the first request for photos? Um, November. Not 2019? Yeah. Yeah. When was the show? December. Where? It was in... Um, God, where was it? It was um, Shoreditch, Old Street. What, was it a gallery or a venue? It was, or a... I never rent the galleries, obviously, because I just rent, rent a huge venue space, so it's called Protein Studios. Yeah, it was ma- like a, we rented out two of them just because we had to, they cost me an arm and a leg, but yeah, those, those places. But And the shows are always free. That's my thing. I want to always have them available to literally anyone that wants to be a part of it because it doesn't have to, like, that will pay dividends for me later on, I believe. And if you want to be involved in any way, it's not, it doesn't have to cost you money. Just come and, yeah. I'm looking at you absolutely in awe because people oh. throw events every night in Mayfair for art shows and sometimes nobody comes so to have 800 people going out to Shoreditch and walking a carpet for you red carpet pink um it was pink pink carpet (laughs) for you were they clothed no they were all naked I painted on them in the day it took my arm I was covered by the time the show came around I was covered a bit I had my makeup done but I was completely covered and I was but I'm always like that for shows the last minute thing I know I'm really slow here I need to do this again because you remember in the 50s when Eve Klein was dragging women around in blue naked and he was in a suit so there's some sort of neo version of that going on because this actually was performance art yeah exactly so you rented the studio and staged a performative piece that included a community of women uh, who weren't models. Yeah. Who were just... All ages, every, all sizes. Every ages, every size. So in fact, what you were doing was political activist as oh, well. Wow. I've never even used that word because of, I mean... In a sense. Yeah. What was the response and how did you get through it? Because you're touching people's bodies. You're close to their human stories. There are mastectomies. Go again. I'm trying to get into the feeling behind all of this. People hear business person and they think 
this is very emotional. Yeah, and I think that, uh, I hate to even say this, but I think it's testament to the brand and the team that I've built because we like, absolutely do care and I share the highs and the lows. Like, of my entire journey, it's really not a sugar-coated version. Like, my Instagram, you'll see if you follow me for even 24 hours that I've described everything that goes on and all the experiences I have and share the women and women love to be a part of that narrative. So I guess it's just the closeness and the bond that I've made with these women. Um, it's just very real. Was There's there something of... for sale at the end? Yeah, so we, I actually painted naked women like actual pictures and they all sold out so what we do is we so because the night is so hectic and we've learned this over doing shows over the years yeah um we um they're on display that night you can't buy them um and then the next day we just do a big product drop on the website so we always lead all our instagram all our traffic all our show footfall to the website the day after so we have these drops every kind of two weeks um and not typically they would sell out in about an hour. So I want to just get you to tell people uh, what your Instagram is in case oh. they don't know, uh, what the next project is, because oh. what you're doing is monumental. Okay, Instagram is Sophie T Art, and it's tea as in a cup of tea. And the next show is actually at Maddox Gallery on the 4th of... One of these I've, days. We've got the date. Yeah. It's on the 4th. A private view, women in art at Maddox Gallery yeah. featuring Sophie T. What are you planning for that? Uh, actually, it's a group show. So there's um, it will just be um, two of my paintings with some other amazing female artists. That Shall I'm very we make excited. something happen anyway? Oh, I think we should. Should we I make know. something happen? I know, but I don't want to Should we like... have an Insta art? You can do it. I can make it happen. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> uh, what a delight to meet you. I know you've been up early going to Fashion Week and you have to go back to the studio, so I'm going to let you go. Oh, um, you. Thank you. And I hope to talk to you again, maybe after the show or when yes. you're doing something new. It's been an absolute honor and privilege, and you've oh. opened my mind to new ways of thinking and seeing, so oh, keep up the good work. You. You've been listening to A Private View with me, Maeve Doyle. I'm a curator for Paddle 8. I'm also BBC Radio London art critic. Follow me on Instagram at mavedoyle.art. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye for now.